The Chosen is the first ever multi-season television series about the life of Jesus the Christ and the followers he chose. This is an independent account of that TV series brought to you by the Tally.life. Welcome to the unofficial Chosen broadcast. And welcome to episode 10 of the unofficial chosen broadcast. It's your humble host here, the uh, right reverend Dr. DJ Payne. And uh, <laughs> with, with me on the other end of the line, uh, recording up there in the beautiful part of New South Wales, it's the man, the myth, the legend himself, the prophet. Welcome, prof. Yes, yes. How you doing? The telly and our tuck bar fam. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good to be back in a rhythm here. Now we say mm. we're back in a rhythm. We've done this. We've managed to do this for one week consecutively, <laughs> and already we're claiming we're in a rhythm, and it's all good. So you know, uh, keep us in your prayers as we try to keep this, uh, you know, regular with the with the recording here. Uh, now I'm I'm excited because uh, let's just cut to the chase on this week's episode, and I think we want to make this a bit of a tradition as we go forward. We're doing a bit of a end of season wrap-up vibe, mm. sort of a retake of it all there. Uh, and I'm excited to get into, into you know, into this one, bud. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. And I, I like this whole, you know, end-of-season wrap-up. It reminds me of, um, you know, like them shows where it's done and then yep. they bring everyone together, like Survivor, you know, and they're like, let's talk to the lovable villain. <laughs> and you're like, what do you mean lovable? <laughs> lovable? <laughs> Mate. And then they're like, anyway, it's one of those. This is the, the behind yeah. the scenes. It, does this mean we can just go wild on the tangents and puns oh, and stuff? Or? This, this episode, because we're not <laughs> actually discussing one particular episode, we're discussing the whole season. We can do all the all the all the crazy stuff uh, that we want to do. So, so this is episode ten of the podcast. We're wrapping up in the entire uh, eight episodes of season one. Uh, mm. Now, just a reminder: season one finished. In November 2019, uh, we're recording this in August of 2022. And as of today, something we like to do, I need to get a little audio soundbite or we need to get a little mm. intro for this, is the current view count in the chosen app. Come on. Now, the you know, we need a little, like a, at least a little drum roll or something, yeah, man. It's, it's some some um, sort of, uh, maybe even the... Um uh, what's the Jeopardy sound? What you oh, jeez. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I, I, you know, I'll give it to you. I mean, you're the you're the you know hip hop hip hop producer extraordinaire. Just a little a sound bite, maybe even a little rap of you know, hey, it's the current view count in the app. I don't know. Oh, uh, it's on. But it's on. <laughs> um, we're currently sitting on uh, 419 million views of the chosen in the app. And uh, I think that's like up, you know, 9 million views in a week since we recorded last Dude, week. So it's crazy. ramping up. Eight, eight ramping million up. of them is you and Ryland Jr. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, we do. We do watch it quite a bit. I'm always uh, going back in there. I, I actually, uh, I pulled out uh, part of the, uh, you know, John 316 Nicodemus chat uh, mm. for my church's youth group this week. Uh, you know, trying to give the kids a bit of a context about this verse that they've all memorized since they were mm. like tiny in Sunday school. I'm like, hey guys, here it was an actual conversation. Let's have a listen to it now, type of thing. Uh, yeah. And I was actually amazed at how many of the youth group kids were like, what was that? What was that? 
I was like, my work here is uh, yet to be done. All right, I've got to get into it. Uh, now, at, at the beginning of each show, we love to do a little bit of a catch-up, man. How is – and you introduced us last time. Uh, not only now have you got Hannah and your beautiful kids up there, you've also got a brand-new child in the household. Oh, uh, scale spiky, baby. Spiky, <laughs> scale baby, Spiky. <laughs> how, how is Spiky doing? Wait, Spiky's settling in good and growing. Yeah. He's shedding his skin Oh. For the first time, this is great. Yep. It's, it's, yeah. it's good news. <laughs> yeah. So, yep, it's, uh, it, now, it's just a also- fine line of, of having a lovely pet and spiraling into the weirdos that have <laughs> reptiles and their house smells like an animal cage. So, we're, we're, we're trying to stay on the right side of that line. Um, <laughs> you, you, you're right. It is a very thin line, a very thin line. Let, I, I, back back in a former life of mine, I was a I was a professional photographer that would go to people's homes and shoot portraits and family mm. shoots and stuff like that. And I remember doing a family portrait for uh, you know this uh, and again this was on the Gold Coast and a lot of uh, you know did a lot of work with tradies you know tradies with cash cashed up tradies my wonderful yeah. Australian bogan brethren uh, you know up there in southeast Queensland and I. I'll never forget. Soon as if I walked into a place and they had reptiles, I was like, "I'm in for some fun, baby. I'm in for yeah. some fun today." My favorite one, my favorite one I ever did, is this one guy. We got along like a house on fire. Photographed the whole family, and then I and then he started looking at his wife, and she's like, "You can ask him. You can ask him." And she was like rolling her eyes, and she's apologizing already. And he goes, "Listen, what I've always wanted." I want to get a photograph of me, me gun, and me snake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. And I was like, let's go. And he brought out this beautiful, beautiful, you know, huge snake. The snake ended up biting me. It was not a (laughs) non-poisonous snake. And he was like, oh, he couldn't believe it. And then we did did the photos. He was so happy with them. But- that is definitely you're not in that stage yet. That's the stage that you're talking about, the weirdo stage where you've yeah, got not, you, not at that gun level. in the state. Not at that level. It's it's a it's a precursor for uh, my son's future in uh, conservation work for native yeah. animals. Yeah, and, look, um, one 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 day we'll all be watching the Prophet's son as the new uh, iteration of the crocodile hunter around the world. This is where you see the work of my dad, is right here. He taught me to be one-on-one with the snake, to be at one with it, to feel it in my fingers, to allow the snake to feel There's in no danger. Settle down, sweetheart. Settle down now, yeah. and then we'll, you know we'll go. It all started here with Spiky, the uh, the lizard in the in the in the uh, in the aquarium. It there, all, we, it all, all we all we all started with Spiky, bro. <laughs> Spiky was the start. <laughs> now, but, now um, speaking yeah. speaking of your speaking of your beautiful kids, uh, you've got you've got one of them home sick today while we're recording. Yeah, I think you know what it is. I think there's something uh, in the back of my youngest's subconscious. Yes. That says subconscious that says when the telly's about to be recorded <laughs> the night before, my immune system will just bow out <laughs> because they shall never be in a rhythm of recording every week without interruption. Hey. 
Well, listen, yeah. we, uh, we, we accept. And if there is any interruptions and we hear a little voice in the background, we welcome that because uh, much like we had in, Jesus, in, in season one, Jesus and the kids, he loved the kids, let the kids That's come it. to Jesus, all good. We, we're, we're totally on board there as well. And it's an adorable voice, especially because when yes. they're sick, they're really nice to you. And I think yeah. you've got to enjoy, <laughs> enjoy that time. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Definitely milk it for all yeah. it's worth. And yeah. uh, meanwhile, on the other side of things here, I'm recording after literally spending uh, the last three days in transit. Uh, me and my three teenage sons, we went to church on Sunday. We came home. We then took an eight-hour car trip to Adelaide in South Oof. Australia. First time trip for my boys. Checked into an Airbnb. I was busy all day Monday with a friend's memorial service for his father. Shout out to the late, great John Atkins of uh, of Adelaide there, f- photographic legend. And, uh, you know, my boys, first time in Adelaide for them, so they went driving and exploring around Adelaide. Mm. Uh, we then, on Tuesday morning, got up at 7am, had breakfast uh, with my friend and the boys together at the fantastic Adelaide Central Markets, one of my favourite places in Australia. Got into the car at 10am and drove the nine hours back, uh, it took us nine hours was coming back uh, to uh, to uh, Geelong yesterday, and I literally pulled into the driveway at eleven minutes past seven in the night. At seven thirty was when Bible study began that I was leading at <laughs> oh, my house. <laughs> oh man! So so fun times, so fun times. So got up early, did the did the live breakfast show, and here we are recording straight after that. So if I begin to wilt or begin to go a little bit loopy towards the end of this recording, we all understand why. It might lift the quality. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, uh-oh, Darren's lifted his filter. He's spiralling into dementia. Let's enjoy it. <laughs> it, could, it could be a whole new a whole new ball game with this episode right here. All right. Now that we've done we've done all the intros, we've done all the provisos there, let's take a let's take a quick pause here on the show. Uh, let's have a have a bit of a break and we'll be back on the other side of this and get into season one of the chosen here on the unofficial chosen broadcast. You're listening to the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. The Unofficial Chosen Broadcast. This is episode 10 with your host, DJ Payne, and our very, very uh, beloved uh, guest of honour, co-host here, The Prophet, with me. Now, on on this episode, it's all about wrapping up uh, the first season and, uh, you know, having having a bit of a look back here. Uh, Usually in this section of the show, we talk about a little bit of a, uh, you know, news and and stuff that's happening with The Chosen. Uh, The Chosen and the team, the marketing team, 
behind the show. They have been flat chat uh, and they've upgraded the app and everything like that. So now you've got all of the, you know, the live, uh, you know, casts and everything that they're doing. Sneak, you know, previews of, of, of scenes from the upcoming season Man. three and everything like that. Are you saying spoiler free for, for what's coming ahead? I, I am completely avoiding anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm. I will only touch it to to watch it, and yes. uh, I won't. Yeah, and as as usual, I won't even read the title of the episode. Just to Man, go, I'm you, going in blind, and it's awesome. You, you are. You have got uh, like a willpower of steel. You're amazing. I I too have been in that same boat for for season three, but you know what? I think going forward, if I have to make a prediction going forward, as the podcast continues. I think one of us, and I, and I'm, and I'm, and it's going to have to be me. I think, or maybe we both will end up doing. I, I've got a deep dive in and stay up to date with all the latest happenings, all the yeah. latest updates, something like that. Or maybe we can get a. We, if you're listening to the show and you stay up to date with every news drop, every social media post of the chosen, maybe you could be our correspondent reporter. I don't know. What, oh, do, you, what do you think, bro. dude? That'd be awesome. Yeah, so I reckon yeah. we just we we actually ship them over to the locations where it's based, not where they're filming it, but where they're actually based, um, <laughs> and and have them correspond from those spaces to two thousand years like later. What, as in, as in, if they're doing a season around the Sea of Galilee, we ship them over to Israel. What do you do? What do you, yep, you mean? Get them over there. And they're like, <laughs> there's no film crew here. You're like, yeah, they're doing it on set, but you're where it's based. <laughs> This is an actual correspondence. That would, um, that would be that would be actually a very funny skit where yeah. you send you send someone over there because you think they're they're filming there and they think that they're they're interviewing <laughs> yeah. people, but they, no one knows what they're actually talking like, about. There's no cameras. Uh, um. <laughs> well, the the thing is, if actually, they do my go, my camera over was Israel, taken off me at the border. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. There is a lot of, there's so many American tourists and, and uh, people over there in the Holy Land doing the Holy Land tours. You might be mistaken for, you know, uh, you know a whole bunch of film crews over there, mm. you know, doing doing a lot of things. It's funny, I've actually been looking at um, what it takes. One of, I've got a very dear close friend. I've got a, f- a few close friends um, who, who have taken tours over to the Holy Land mm. and being teachers, you know, and doing it with particular organisation. There's one organisation uh, in particular that does uh, a lot of Christian tours and you tell them where you want to go, how long you want to go for, how many people, and they organise every single minute of the of the thing for you. Man. They can organise translators and everything like that. Dude, I've been thinking about doing either a telly or a tukba or a Uprock or a crosswords or combine them all and get a bunch of us over to Israel to do a tour. Dude, it would be epic. The, a big yeah. big shout out to my man, uh, Craig, Pastor Craig. Um, he He's done multiple. And yes. Man, the, just the, the depth of, of just some of the, the reflections or, or revelations or things that have come out from standing in a space that you've dedicated your life studying reading living out yeah and then yeah. standing in that space bro like he's he's just dropped some gold man from from those experiences it's, so it's you've awesome. been over there and done that 
Uh, Craig has multiple, and and I was invited to to go um, a cu- by a couple of different people from different spaces. And yeah, when I finally got to a point where I was like, you know what, I'm I'm keen to do it. That's when all the the you know lockdowns and all that stuff. Oh happened. no, the world oh, no. changed. But uh, I'm keen. Uh, yeah. If if bro, yeah. if you're gonna do it, let's let's Mate. bro. It's Mate, on. let's go. Profit and DJ, let's go. We take we take Pastor Craig. We take our uh, messianic uh, Jew himself, mystery oh, yes. uh, Matthew Pete. Uh, we we see if we can't get a couple of the actors uh, from the Chosen to meet us Whoa. over there. <laughs> well, bro, dressed yeah. in, what, dressed in what character. If, what if I was about to say if we take Matthew right <laughs> and just put him in charge of like you know all the 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 details of the trip and it's like we'll have nothing to worry about like put yeah, your bags yeah. here do this here well, thank you Mr Tax Collector we're good yeah that would be hilarious if we got you're talking about the guy who plays Matthew on the show Paris Patel if yeah, we got Paris but, Patel but he has to be in character on, on the trip <laughs> <laughs> Um, it would be hilarious if you got Paris Patel to come over and you thought he was Matthew in real life. And the guy's just this, you know, Hollywood actor. And he's like, hey, man, I'm here for the trip. And you're like, right, you're handling logistics. Yeah, well, this on. is what you need. And he's like, dude, I'm no good at maths. I'm an actor. All I can do is <laughs> yeah. memorize stuff. Uh, I don't know. And you just don't, you don't, you like, just well, think act. he's playing. <laughs> yes. Act like you know. Okay. Organize us. <laughs> Mate, you do not want to let a bunch of Aussies uh, free in that land without somebody keeping them in line of a plan, of a schedule, and and having some risk assessments around where they can wander off to. Because, mate, when Aussies travel, if they don't have some sort of um, schedule, we we wander off. Some of the the best experiences I had have been wandering off in foreign countries, and some of the most frightening experiences I've had have been wandering off. In foreign uh, countries, uh, I'm, with, I'm, with, I'm with you 100. We are known to wander. We're the people of the walkabout over here. Right. We get we, we we go wandering and get ourselves into all sorts of mischief. Yeah. I think I think we have just stumbled on, and this might be a pitch. This okay. Consider this a pitch right now in the middle of the podcast oh, here it's on. to the to the to the man to the man that we love. Oh, come on, the man that we know. You bring it, Dallas Lawrence Jenkins. We're bringing it to Mr. Dallas Jenkins here. Consider this a pitch, right? We don't need all the actors. Don't give us all the actors, and you can keep some of the big names. I mean, we're not asking for Jonathan Rumi over there. I mean, he's—I know he's—he's he's number one on the call sheet there. We, we'll be happy with you know. Let's let's get in. Um, you know, the guy who plays uh, you know Gaius, uh, mm. Kirk B. R. Waller. You know, as long as Gaius, you know, we just give him the his, his costume. You know, let him right. come over, bring him over there. Uh, we'll even be happy with. Um, you know, uh, bring, bring over uh, uh, Janice uh, Dar- Daris, who plays Zahora. Let's get Zahora over there. Now, uh, she could be team leader. Yes. Uh, you wouldn't want to mess with her if she's organising uh, exactly. the trip. Exactly. Let's let's get let's get uh you know the character of Barnaby, uh played by a, a, a look meta there uh you know dressed up as his thing uh we can even bring in um uh, the guy who plays Shamuel uh Sean Sharma there, give him the costumes right. We rock up there in the thing and one of the, I'm telling you this is a a documentary season that would be almost like a comedy comedy show where we Australians just believe that they are the characters 
character on the chosen, and we will not accept anything less. Did you know what this reminds me of? This is almost a, a version of the Three Amigos, where a, a group of people believe that they're actually real I love in it. real life, I love <laughs> not it. just actors. I love it. But yes. this is the, the version. Look, I'm going to do a quick counter pitch because uh, you know I know we 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 said we'd do tangents, but I, I didn't yes. know we'd we'd kick off like this. This is crazy. Okay. But <clears throat> one quick counter pitch before I go spiral into <laughs> the abyss of tangent. <laughs> Because I'm all about, you know, saving money. I try to be pretty pretty frugal and, you yes. know, stretch things out. What if we do the same thing yeah. but save the money on the trip and yes. we just hire out a huge Airbnb and film a big brother house with a bunch of random Aussies and the chosen guys, but they're in character and okay. just see what happens. Um, that, that, that that could be cheaper. We don't have to go to Israel. I like that cost there. I'll counter pitch your counter pitch and give you a counter counter one. Please I li- don't say I li- Love Island because that's that's no, no. Th- okay. That's too much of a tangent, <laughs> no. even for me, bro. That's no, no. <laughs> I, I love the I love the three Ami- three amigos style there. I was thinking more of uh, the Office. Let's oh. go for more of the Office, <laughs> but fly on the wall documentary, where the only ones looking at the camera are the guys who are the actors who are playing <laughs> the characters, and they're stuck in these characters, and we keep thinking that they're the actual people in it. Like oh, we're and they do them, those cutaway scenes where it's like the the virtual yes. diary where they're like, okay, yes. I've been here for two weeks. And they still, I, I can't keep putting this accent on. Like, they don't know that I'm, I live two hours from one of them, like in real life. <laughs> and if they, if they get out of character, we immediately just go, we immediately like, don't even respond. Don't even, we don't even hear when they're doing it. We don't, there's nothing. We only respond to them when they're dressed in character and when yeah. they're, when they're in there. Oh, that's good. I like these. All right. Let's take a quick break. Let's take a quick break. I want to play you a, a, a brand new song uh, that I've been really, really digging into uh, lately here. Uh, I'll give you a bit of my pick here. This is from, uh, this is from Georgia based artists uh, in the USA. His name is Stephen Stanley. Um, he's got a brand new song. I really like this guy, Stephen Sandley. He's got a brand new song. Check it out here. If you're listening to the te- on the telly.live, you'll hear the whole song. So uh, get over there and listen to it. Listen to the show live. In the podcast version, we're just going to hear a snippet. The song is called Rest in the Father. Go check it out on all the streaming platforms. This is Georgia-based US artist Stephen Stanley with Rest in the Father on the unofficial down. chosen broadcast. Feels like no one hears you now Did all the good things fall apart? Got so much anxious in your heart That was Stephen Stanley with his brand new single, Rest in the Father. We're back on the unofficial chosen broadcast, a.k.a. Tuckba. 
Ooh. here on the telly.live. DJ and the Prophet with you. And now we're going to get into the bulk of this episode, man. We are going to be uh, just doing a quick skim. At least that's our plan. I mean, nothing's ever quick with the two of us. <laughs> a quick skim over the episodes, giving us some highlights. We're going to reevaluate our scores. We'll look at the scores of what we gave and mm. uh, sort of just t- touch on it here. So let's go back to the very beginning, season one, Episode one, it is called I Have Called You By Name. And let me just read you the little IMDB, uh, you know, slash what's on the the app there, how they describe the show. The show is described as two brothers struggle with a Jewish tax collector over their debts to Rome. A Pharisee confronts a demon-possessed woman in the red quarter of Capernaum. That's the that's the description there. Uh, this okay. was our introduction <laughs> to the shows. I know they're very short and sweet. They're right Whoa. into it there. I, um, I would have said, yeah, a retelling of. You know what? I don't even know what I'd say, but it wouldn't be that. It would be more like <laughs> your brain meat will be wrinkled, put on a mouth guard and a helmet, <laughs> and uh, prepare to to have your entire universe. Uh, explode around you. Yeah, well, uh, well maybe said. maybe it's a good thing that you and I are not used doing the yeah. little describers. <laughs> it might be a little bit uh, over the top there. Uh, so, so this is it. This is the 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 original episode, the first episode. It's almost like uh, not really the pilot episode, but this is the uh, the the okay. Can we you know introducing us to the characters? Um, and uh, you know, in hindsight, uh, well, let's let's have a look at the original scores here that we gave it. Uh, mm. You gave it you gave it an eighty. 5% because we score things out of 100. Yeah. I gave it 80 out of 100. And this is the interesting thing. I can see here on IMDb because they score it out of 10 stars. So it's almost the same type of score. In there's, in, in our scoring system, it it has been reviewed by 1,280 people. They've given it 88%, oh. 8.8%. Right, so we're a little bit we're a little bit behind the uh, the crowd there with what we've given it. Um, what's the, what's your you know your takeaways, your memories from uh, from uh, you know Act One there? I've I've got a few pretty distinct memories of that because this was remember I came in cold, I I didn't know what to expect, but my only kind of you know in my head these these ideas of what I thought it might be like were yes. were all based off of things that I didn't enjoy in the past that, that may have been, you know, under budgeted or, or a bit cheesy. And so I came in expecting, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. And it was after the, the first scene. And then when the title, um, the title played, yes, I was, I was in, I was like, this is, (laughs) this is, this is the real deal. I was like, this, oh, this is a show show. Okay. (laughs) Oh, this is like a, this is legit. Yeah, uh, I remember yeah. it, it captured me really, really quick. That was a distinct memory. But then wow. uh, I wasn't – I mean, when that happened, I was preparing myself that, okay, I might actually get into this, but I didn't expect to get fully just grabbed in and just drawn you, in that, that You were hook, line, and sinker easily. You converted oh, straight bro, away. Big time. And just, <laughs> just watching that episode play out – yeah. It just, it, it, bro, it was incredible. I, I actually, yeah. why did I only give it 
that score. That's ridiculous. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I, yeah. I, I too, uh, you know, look, this is, I think for a lot of people, episode one, season one has got a big soft spot in our hearts because this is the introduction mm. for a lot of us into the into the show. Uh, I, I, you know, so there's a there's almost now for me a nostalgic uh, viewing of this one. So it's it's got a it's got a bit of there, but you know what? I need to be honest and put my critics hat on here, and I can going back and, and looking at my eighty percent. I'm going to be honest and say it's not as good on a rewatch. I can see the the budget shortcomings i can see mm. the the misgivings you know in some of it where they've had to sort of cut a few corners and some of the special effects that aren't aren't that great that distract it for me so i would actually you know if we're going to revise our scores i'm going to give this a revised score of 78 for Oof. me I'm actually okay. going down. I'm actually I'm being the meanie and going down here. There I got the go. feeling that you're going to get you're going to go up. I think so for for a few reasons. One is there's a few later on that I scored fairly high for various reasons yep. but didn't give me that emotional impact as much as this episode did. Okay, yeah. And yeah. watching this episode that first one it, it rocked my world. I like I I was tearing up in some parts, and I was like, "Man, I don't usually get emotional watching stuff yes. um, like you know that regularly. Like it takes a fair bit, and that that was uh, that was massive. I think watching the just the way they portrayed and I don't know they walked the line between the world views of of demon possession slash. Yeah. Uh, mental health mental illness, slash yeah, yeah. maybe hand in hand, uh, you know yeah. what I mean, in, in, in certain contexts or whatever. And, and the way they portrayed that was mm. j- just the way that she, um, the actress for that, really just showed that torment, bro. And and it was super relatable for anyone that's journeyed alongside anyone that has had some very significant, uh, you know, emotional, mental anguish. Yeah. Uh, or or anyone who's personally experienced it, bro. Elizabeth yeah, it, Tabish. Elizabeth, um, I think that's how you pronounce her last name, Tabish. Mm. Uh, amazing as Mary Magdalene. Yeah, it hammered me, bro. And then at the end where you're like, remember, it was like, oh, yeah, oops, I forgot. This was a yeah. show about Jesus. Um, he turns <laughs> totally, up right totally. at the end and yeah. in the most just incredible way. And yeah. I, I loved it. I'd pro- I, Look, I'm not going to go crazy with the, with the scores because I think looking yep. back, um, you know, we've been very generous and I mean, rightly so, cause it's an incredible show, but look, I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably go up a point or two for sure, man. Um, so I'm going to, so should that. I put you at 86? Go, let's go, let's go 86. or 87. Oh, I, I can't do uneven numbers, bro. Let's go. 86. Okay. Um, <laughs> geez, what are you trying to do to me here? Oh my word. Mate, I'm going to have sorry. an episode on here, bro. <laughs> Talk about mental anguish and uneven oh. number. Come on. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, let's let's uh, let's quickly let's quickly get into an even numbered show. A- a season one, episode two. Uh, Shabbat. Shabbat. Uh, Matthew, uh, and this is the description. Matthew validates Simon's arrangement arrangement with the Praetor Quintus. Nicodemus investigates the miracle reported in the Red Quarter, and Mary receives a surprise, some surprise guests at her Shabbat dinner. This is season one, episode two. Uh, now, original scores. You gave it eighty-two. I gave it, are you ready for this, 72. 
The uh, the uh, IMD IMDb rating at one thousand one hundred forty three people rating it is eighty nine. Whoa! So okay. so wait, yeah, much much higher than uh, much higher than us. Uh, takeaways for this one for this episode, dude. The the biggest highlight for me in this one was outside of the whole Shabbat stuff. It was when Nicodemus approaches her, uh, yes. seeing that she's different, yeah, and tries to get this you know this answer from her. What happened? What happened? And in the most beautifully simply and complex way yeah she just says look all i know is i was one way yeah and now i'm not kind of thing uh beautiful because because of what jesus did and i was just like oof um but yeah just the the whole thing was beautiful it was a beautiful episode man it, it is it is a good one. This is an episode where some of the scholars, especially some of the Jewish scholars looking at this episode, uh, they, they really take this one to task because there is no way that any Jewish man would be sitting at a table, a Shabbat dinner, where a woman would be leading you know leading the thing and so this is this is where the writing and having to have some modern sensibilities about elevating a woman in the in the in the role of the show um maybe has taken a couple of liberties some people have i i know quite a few people some of the critics you know especially on the um you know uh, 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 the very they wanted to be very faithful to the to the time and the place and the and the and you know the scripture and stuff both on the jewish side and on the uh, on the Christian side, this is one of the ones that they take. They they really take to task. They see there's a qu- quite a few liberties, and I know this is an episode where, where some people have just stopped watching. Mm. Um, so it, it, it is it is a, it is an interesting one. There, I'm going to go. I'm going to keep doing what I've just done and and do the. My original score was 72. I think I was being a little bit generous. I'm going to drop this one down to 70. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm going hard at the beginning here. Only because I know that it's going to get better as we go along. That's the other <laughs> yeah. thing. Now that I've seen the whole season, I want to go hard at the beginning because I really want – when I give it a high score, I want it to be worthwhile. So I'm going to drop this one down to 70. You originally gave this one an 82. Where do you, where do you feel these days? I'm I'm probably going to sit – I'm going to sit tight on this one. I, okay. I think, I think it's, to- it's a, a couple of points under the first one. Although yep. in some ways I, I enjoyed – I enjoyed certain aspects of it more just because I was like, oh, okay, we're starting to really, you know, develop things here and get a sense yeah. of what's happening. And um, but I, yeah, I'll sit, I'll sit tight. All right, let's quickly get one more episode in before the break. Season one, episode three is entitled Jesus Loves the Little Children. Um, A beautiful little episode. The description goes, Jesus befriends and teaches a group of children who discover his camp on the outskirts of Capernaum. That's as simple as the, dis- yeah. as the discussion goes. In the timeline of the show, of the structure of this television show, this this episode actually takes place before the mm. other the other episode. So I like that what they're doing there with the timeline of the show. Uh, I originally gave this one eighty two. You orig- originally gave this one eighty five. There's a there's a, a, a no. I know you can do. I know odd numbers are hard, but you can do oh, no, multiples of five. Are zero. Are cool. 
<laughs> you just there's no Anything. ones, no threes, okay. no sevens. Okay. No so nines. so you, you gave it one in eighty five. <laughs> I gave it an eighty two. Um, I think that is is pretty generous. When it comes to the uh, IMDb score, it's been rated by one thousand one hundred and thirty eight people at nine point two. So that's a ninety two from the wow. crowd there. Dude, that's brilliant, man. And this because too, this was a risky one to yeah. put uh, early because one, it's a it's a bottle episode, like yep. it's it's very just set in the one one space one situation kind of thing, and yep. it's so far removed from where you're kind of sitting in the you know what's starting to develop, and it's uh, I think I remember you saying. You know, it was a bit of a make or break for a lot of people of where they'd commit to continue yes. or where they'd go, yeah, it might not be for me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. I, I thought it was awesome, yeah. When, when it comes to television science, they op- often say by see episode three or four is where you've really got to hook people in. Mm. And so for some people, this was a hook. For other people, it, it, it was a miss. I think most people, if they're on board for the show, this is the episode that really got them on board here. Mm. Uh, it's a tour de force for Jonathan Rumi setting the tone of who Jesus is going to be with yeah. this like a almost like a mock run of disciple, you know, mini mini view of disciples yeah. there for him. Um, I, I, I really love I really love this episode. Episode. It is a very special episode, but again, in rewatching it for me, I'm going to drop down my 82 down to 79 percent because there is a lot of budgetary, uh, you know, fraying at the seams here on this episode. I can see, oh, there's some really, oh, they've done their best, but they've had to cut the corners here. So I, this, I'm being a bit this, critical. Is this about that the the stone wall that the girl hides I, behind? I, I, I knew I, it. I can't. I you can't, can't let go of the stone wall. You're stonewalling Jonathan Rumi, man. You're stonewalling yeah. him. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dallas and the team. That stone wall looks so fake to me every time I see it. And if it wasn't such a predominant part of the episode, too, mm-hmm. it, you know, it would have been it would have been so much easier. You know, also, I mean, we're still dealing with a lot of the costumes are looking a little. I, I, to me, are looking a little bit primo. Um, yeah, okay. But uh, the, the reason why it's getting a high score is, again, is purely for Jonathan Rumi's acting. That's what I was about to say, he, yeah. He, he, it, it he knocks killer. it out of the park. He totally wins me over by this episode. So, yeah, I'm, re- I, so I'm dropping my 82 to a 79. 85 for yours, Prof. Where, where are you going to move it? Yeah, look, for me, I the reason why I love it is obviously, yeah, it's a bit, it's, it was a risky episode, but it was like the first two, it was like you get these glimpses of this Jesus character and this episode, it's like, hey, this is, let's just totally dedicate an episode to the, the character of this this Jesus fella. Yes. Um, and I, I thought it was brilliant, man. That, and I'm not basing it off the, you know, the, the types of, you know, nitty gritty stuff that you pick up on. Um, no. I'm just basing it off my first impression and, and just solely the, the acting, man. What a killer there was just so many cool monologues with this is where i I fell in love with the jonathan rumi as a as the actor for jesus so look i i'm i'm not gonna drop a lot i'll probably just drop it down to to 84 okay okay um yeah and it's hard because like i i came in with just straight first impression watch it then we talk about it and i was buzzing you know and now kind of reflecting and after seeing the level that this show takes it to it's, this yeah. this is why we revise it yeah not not to say i love it any less but to put it in the context of 
because I've got a feeling that when we get into season two, it's going to be like, <laughs> how are we going to rate these if we're kicking off? Like tiptoeing around the ninety mark on yeah, almost every. Episode. I know, I know. Uh, it just yeah. gets it's getting better and better. All right, let's say, let's take another quick break, and we'll get into another uh, another bunch of the episodes here. I want to I want to give you another song pick. Uh, this is from Australian born Australian singer Mitch Wong. Uh, mm. Mitch Wong has uh, moved moved his, him and his wife over to Nashville and uh, doing some amazing songwriting work for for a lot of different artists. He's just released his latest EP. It's called Bloom the bloom ep and i want to play you a song that sounds like it shouldn't be such a great song but it is absolutely fantastic and there's a real twist to it the song is called repent what a joy it is Ooh. uh you don't really put those two things together no. there but this is <laughs> this is aussie australia's own mitch wong now living over in nashville uh the song is repent what a joy it is listening to it full here on the telly.live or you can go check it out if you're listening to the podcast on all your streaming platforms we'll be back in just a moment with more from the tuck bar day by day running The unofficial chosen broadcast is brought to you by the Tally.live. Tune in today. The song is called Repent. What a joy it is. The artist is Mitch Wong, originally from Australia, now over in Nashville, absolutely loving his latest release. It's called Bloom, the Bloom EP. DJ here with you on the unofficial chosen broadcast brought to you by the telly.live. Joining me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the prophet. Prof, we're slowly going through, we're getting there, going through the episodes of season one, doing a bit of a revision of our episodes. Now that we've seen the whole season, maybe mm. some of the scores we need to get a bit more realistic here so let's keep on flying through here season one episode four i can't stand the name of this episode it literally <laughs> loses a couple of points rem- purely on the name i remember this uh the rock on which it is built that is one of the clunkiest names ever anyway the rock <laughs> on which it is built uh this is the description here with his life and family under threat from Rome, Simon spends one last night fishing in a desperate attempt to square his debts. Andrew mm. spots a familiar face waiting for them on the shores of Galilee. That's the uh, the old IMDb descriptor there. Uh, originally, you, my friend, gave this one 86 out of 100. I gave it 88 out of 100. I was Goodness. feeling very generous on that you day, were, I tell you, you what. Uh, so uh, so what's your takeaways and highlights from this and what are you going to give it now? I loved I loved this episode. I remember the anticipation at the end of yep. this episode and I was like, oh, it, now we're really, you know, we're really about to get started um, at the very end of that. And just there were so many incredible moments. And I think too, like on the, you know, Speaking of 
acting and falling in love with the actors. This was a a real solid episode for for Simon yeah. Peter as well, and and many others. But bro, I fell in love with it, man. I'd I'd love to hear where where you're revising or what one of your highlights of it was. Or well, the the other thing lowlights. I forgot to mention there, the IMDb uh, has they've it's been reviewed by over a thousand people, one thousand ninety seven people at at this current time. It is sitting at ninety three nine point three on IMDb. So that so far is the highest rated one on IMDb of all the episodes uh, to date. As we go, uh, I like I said, I gave it eighty eight. I think I was I was drinking the Kool Aid a little bit too hard that day again going back i'm still i can still see the limitations of it i really look there is a joy to this episode and it chokes me up every time but i'm going to drop this one down to 83 i'm going to drop this one down to 83 percent. so i'm i'm not going to fall five points down goodness gracious yeah what what was i at originally you're at 86 you're at 86 oh man i (laughs) from memory this this was like a out of the ballpark uh, episode for me where I just, I loved it. I was totally yep. in love with it. Um, but 86 was the first, what I gave the first episode, which hit me like a ton of bricks. So to, to be realistic, I'd, I'd probably go 84, not Ooh. because I don't like it. Um, yeah. I absolutely love it. Um, but just trying to, trying to fit things in, in order. Uh, now, so to fit it yeah. all in order, you gave Jesus Loves the Little Children 84 as well. Really? Yeah. Oh, That's geez, what you just maybe revised. I'm, maybe I'm still being too generous. All right, but yeah. this one I liked more than, than Jesus so do Loves we either, the Little Children. Okay, so do we drop down? I love this. Do drop, we drop down, down Jesus, Jesus Loves the Little Children. Sorry. Okay. You're going to have to do, do it. it. And you can't give it 83, so we've got to go 82. We've got 82 and then 84. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious! This I love is it. savage. I'm, I don't, I don't, this is I know, hard for it's me, hard. bro. It's I hard. It. I love it. And I love um, it. I feel like I'm sitting here with Simon Simon Cowell right now, bro. You got- <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's keep going here with Simon Cowell. So, uh, season one, episode five, uh, the wedding gift. This is the wedding episode. Uh, the descriptor goes. Nicodemus interrogates John the Baptizer while Jesus and his students make their way to a wedding celebration in Cana. During the ceremony, Jesus' mother Mary makes a special request. It's been reviewed 1,100 times on IMDb and it's sitting at 9.3, which is 93 on our scale. The same That's the same score as the rock on which it was built the previous episode. Now, Originally, I gave this one 90. That was my first crack into the nines. And mm. you gave this one a whopping 92. Yeah. On the original run through. What are we thinking? What are we feeling? This, bro, this episode, I remember very clearly, even though it feels like forever ago, this yeah. was this was next. And I remember people, when, when I had told people the process that we were taking, um, I remember multiple people saying to me, wait for the wedding episode, bro. Yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And everything leveled up. I feel like the the produ- even the production level on that episode was was leveled up as well. Definitely, uh, definitely. Like stylistically, uh, just everything leveled up. And mm. then the fact too that the the anticipation around the, the storyline, you know, this is, okay, public ministry is about to begin. The, you know, the, the secret's out. Uh, 
and although there was probably some controversy around, you know, the amount of influence his mum had on his decision that night, uh, mm-hmm. but but yeah, just brilliant. It was, bro. I don't know. I'd I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go lower than ninety if I was to revise it contextually again. I okay. wouldn't drop it below ninety. Um, All right, I'm, I'm yeah. marking you down to ninety, and I'm going to take my ninety and drop it down to eighty six. I'm going to knock four points off it to 86. I still love this episode a lot, but again, we're we're contextualizing where it sits in the pantheon. You know, is Mm. it as good as as upcoming episodes now that we've seen all of all of season one? Let's jump into uh, one more uh, one more episode here in this little run here, Uh, season one, episode six, indescribable compassion. Again dreadful name for the episode. <laughs> Indescribable Compassion does not roll off the tongue at all. Uh, it's been reviewed... Uh, oh, hang on, let me read the description here uh, on IMDb. After witnessing the healing of a leper on the road to Capernaum, the friend of a paralytic takes desperate measures to get him through the crowd to meet Jesus. So this is uh, this is the old drop down through the roof of the house yeah, bro. Uh, of John and James' house with the uh, paralytic uh, Shemuel, you know, uh, flabbergasted at what Jesus is saying, Nicodemus seeing it all, Matthew seeing it all. This is a really big, uh, you know, shift in the narrative for a lot of our characters. Uh, Indescribable Compassion was rated by 1,109 people and it's been given 9.5, which is a 95 on our scale. Again, the highest so far uh, on all the episodes. You gave it 90. I gave it 90 in our original run through. How are we feeling about it now? Oh, man, I love that episode. It's funny because when I think of that episode and my memories of it, one is to do with the show. The other is to do with you. And I just remember your uh, first impression of the the background from the rooftop scene with the uh, the – you weren't the you weren't dodgy, the, uh, dodgy the CGI screen. the dodgy background. I know. Look, <laughs> I, I I I I wish. Look, one day the guys might have enough money to do a George Lucas here and go back and start touching up. You know, not not don't destroy the it. Don't, the digitally remastered yeah. version. Yeah, yeah. Don't make you know. Don't make you the know. Don't make Greedo. Yeah, don't make Greedo, Greedo <laughs> shoot first or anything. Like hand, hand shot first. Like don't 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 go that way with Star Wars. We don't need to see Jabba the Hutt in there or anything like that. But let's go. Let's go. You know, uh, can we fix up some of the uh, some of the? Can we spend some money and touch up some of the scenes? Can we get some of the actors and recast them? Can we do a bit of digital, you know, face cloning and and, and fix up some of the scenes here? That's what I would do if there was endless money to fix. Some of these, it's it look. It's it's a really good special episode. That mm. slow mo sequence of Nicodemus and his world oh, unraveling is is a punch in the guts to and me it's every time. There's, yeah. That would have been where you'd picture an orchestral, yeah. you know, symphony style slow motion thing. Silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah. Bro, yeah. that that made it like all the more kind of. Yeah, powerful, powerful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a powerful, powerful stuff. So uh, I, I'm. I sat at ninety. Uh, I just gave wedding gift eighty six. I'm going to give this one a very generous eighty seven. 
Okay. Uh, as I'm like, and that for me so far is the highest score of the season because, like, I, like I, I, you mentioned about the wedding gift, it's in the wedding gift in this episode where I really think they start hitting their stride about what the show is and mm. what it should look like. Uh, the only, the, again, one of the things I'm not being over the top with, uh, once again, and I know they're making it for, um, you know, they're tying in stories, they're tying in characters and stuff like that. Uh, the, the the Having the Egyptian women woman recognise, you know, Jesus as a healer, bringing her friend to them. Look, Scripture plainly says that the dude had some mates, some blokey mates who came to Jesus and did it. I know we've I know we've changed stuff to make, you know, the character more powerful and the story more interesting. It is a television show. It is not a, you know, an incredibly faithful retelling of every beat of every verse there. But there is something within that that makes me go, oh, okay, all right, no dramas. All right. Let's let's, you know, keep it, you know, yeah. keep it rolling there. So that's why I, I I've dropped it down to an 87. You originally had it as a 90. Um you get Gave the wedding gift a ninety. What are you going to give this one? Yeah, I'd go. I'd probably go eighty-eight. To oh wow, to to go down a, just a touch. But okay. um, I I did enjoy the the wedding gift more. I did one thing I loved about this episode though was um seeing uh the teaching moments when Jesus is speaking to the people, you know, through through the doorway and stuff like that, and um yeah. that that was a really cool kind of just seeing that play out and then Peter's like, you know, trying to be the special forces security man for, uh, <laughs> he's like trying to find that. his place. He's having all these, just, just be yourself moments, you know, like, bro, yeah. be yourself. Chill, like, chill, chill. But yeah, yeah no, he's, I loved it. But yeah, I'll only go to 88. I won't, I won't drop, drop a lot. Okay. Okay, that's good. That's good. All right, let's take another quick break here. Uh, if you're listening to the show on the Live, keep listening. We're going to have some uh, great little moments. We'll be back in there. On the podcast, we'll be back in just one moment as we head into the final two episodes of season one as we re, you know, revisit them, rescore them, try to fit it into the whole bigger picture here on the unofficial Chosen broadcast. This is the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. Welcome back to the unofficial Chosen Broadcast, a.k.a. Tuckba. In your ears on the telly.live and in all of your favorite podcast players across the world. It's DJ Payne and the Prophet here, and we are revising our scores and re-looking over season one of The Chosen. We've only got two episodes left to have a look at. Prophet, we've got, as you call them, the two heavy hitters. It's like the, the left-right. The here in the in- <laughs> Left-right, good night. It's, uh- <laughs> it's a bit of a bit of an uppercut, you know, saving the uppercut here in the match. Yeah. So 
Episode seven of season one is called Invitations. Better name. It's nice and simple. Give me a simple name anytime. (laughs) Invitations. And when I hear invitations, I know exactly what is happening in this show because Mm. there is two invitations on this episode. Uh, The description says, as Matthew struggles to make logical sense of the miracles he has witnessed, Nicodemus finally meets with Jesus in secret. It has been reviewed at its current time 1,094 times on IMDb, and it has a very high, as high as the last episode, 9.595 in our in our rating. We originally gave this one uh, 94 from Profit, 94 from you, so you're pretty much on the mark with the with the crowd there. Mm. I gave it a very generous 93, the highest score to date uh, in in my one there. Uh, I think I was riding a bit high on the emotions of uh, invitations <laughs> there. Uh, so if we go back and revisit, and we love this episode. I mean, this is, as I mentioned, I just pulled part of this episode out for the youth group at my church to give them some context of what the conversation might may have looked like uh you know thinking about it how how did you uh how do you rethink about this one bro i'm i'm still totally in love with this one because this was uh i guess the first time where i was nervous like i was on the edge of my seat because i knew that there's going to be a chunk of the episode dedicated to a passage of of scripture where it's a lot of dialogue and i was like how are they going to play this out and they bro the way they pulled it off was crazy and man yeah i was i was totally in love with it man um i've said that actually i've said that to every single (laughs) i'm like a broken (laughs) record today but no that i was on the edge of my seat and then watching it play out and unfold i was like bro that was almost like I was almost just reading the passage like that. Yeah. You know, maybe not the, the tone or the style, how yeah. I'd imagined it, but, you know, the dialogue was was fairly, you know, on point, like straight up. Totally, totally. And it's, um, I think it's a testament to the fact that they don't have to have, you don't have to have bells and whistles mm. when you have great actors, when you've got really fantastic actors, uh, you know, in the show and you can just give them the lines and let like Eric Avari as Nicodemus and Jonathan Rumi as Jesus, just give them the lines, let them do it. Just keep the camera moving gently around them and we will mm. be absorbed in the conversation because it's riveting Riveting. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why, uh, you know, John three sixteen is the most memorized verse in the out yeah. of the New Testament, and I think they did a really good job of portraying that. If I want to get my picky Pharisaical Shemuel hat <laughs> on for this one, there is a moment where Jesus says, and I know there's a theme to this, and I know what the writers are doing, but there is a moment that is very took me in rewatching it it takes me out of the context of the show because it is very 2022 language if you know what i mean it's very modern mm. language where jesus asked nicodemus what does your heart say at some point when you know they're talking about yeah. who they say they and he's sort of saying what are you 
that phrase is so not what Jesus would have ever said to anybody. <laughs> what does your heart say? Uh, but I understand what they're saying in the context of the show and I can take it, but there is a bit of a, it sort of makes me prickly on the back of my neck going, oh, Nicodemus would have replied and said, well, the heart is desperately wicked amongst, you know, you know, like he yeah. would have, he would have squo- quoted the Old Testament there. But I understand what, the, what they're trying to say. It's, you know, mm. shorthand of a television show. So my initial uh, review of giving it 93, I still want to give it my highest score to date. So in looking at it, I'm going to give this one 90. This will be my first episode that I give, uh, you know, up into that score range Mm. into the 90. I'm going to go from 93. I'm going to revise it back to 90. Okay. There you go. Where was I? You you at 94. 94. We're only one point apart, weren't we? What what did I give the last one? What was my highest okay, so, so far? So, so far, the wedding gift has gone to 90. You yeah. gave indescribable compassion 88. Yeah. I'll and, go, and this one? I'll go 92. Um, All right. So, I'm- I'm locking I'm it still, in. I'm, it's still the highest. Yep. Uh, but uh, I need some breathing room because because uh, things are only getting better with each episode, <laughs> like in this various ways. We're not even into Holy we're not way. even into season two yet, and we you know exactly we're worried about the sc- where the scores are going. Well, that leaves the final episode here. Uh, it's it's uh, the eighth episode in season one, I Am He. We just talked about it on the last episode. The, the discussion, uh, the IMDb uh, uh, description says, after a miraculous visit to Simon's house, Jesus and his students leave Capernaum while under pressure from, relig- from religious and Roman authorities. Jesus makes a surprise stop at Jacob's well for an important encounter. It's been nice. reviewed by 1,045 people and it is sitting at 9.4. So just under the last two episodes, they've, you know, the crowd has rated this one, I am he, 9.4. I originally, on the last episode, this is what we gave it, I gave it 91 and you mm. gave it 90. Mm. So, uh, you know, uh, what, are we, what are we thinking now? I'm 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 happy. I feel like I'm at a blackjack table. I'm happy to sit. I'll, I'll sit. I'll sit. Yeah. <laughs> You're at the blackjack table. Do you want yeah. another card? No, no, no. Ninety. Hit me. Hit me. Give it a ninety-nine. <laughs> no. Nah, um, yeah. No. I'll I'll sit. I think. I think I'll sit. Yeah. And I look in in rewatching it again. Oh man. I. You know what I'm going to do. I'm going to controversially, like I originally, I originally gave Invitations, episode seven, 93, and then mm. I gave this one 91. Mm. I just revised Invitations down to 90. You know what? I'm going to give this one 90 as well. Okay, nice, nice. So that sort of gives it because I feel that those two episodes, seven and eight, are oh, exactly both that. incredible, man. They're, it is, it is the one-two punch at the end of this season that just – you know, locks you in and sees what they're doing with the show and how, how in one sense, as we keep on saying, the they are using the modern language of the you know the bingeable full length, you know, television drama. They're using that modern language to tell this story again of Jesus Christ from the New Testament. They're using a, a specific type of language and storytelling uh, way of doing it. And I think I finally, in 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 the original watching through, it was in those last two episodes where I was like, 
I finally really get what they're doing and mm. I'm on board. I'm not – it's not perfect because it's just a television show. Uh, it's not going to be a replacement for the Bible because it's just a television show. Yeah. But I'm on board with what they're doing. So I'm happy to give those two episodes a big 90. Um, you originally gave gave this one 90. Are you are you and the la- again invitations was at ninety two? I'll I think I'll sit. I think it's yeah. Sitting Although at 90. It's as as heavy and incredible, I think that that Nicodemus episode yeah, um, just has a bit of a soft spot in my yeah. heart. But uh, but yeah. this one was like, I mean, we I talked mean, about it last week. I mean, I come it's on, it's a Samaritan it woman at the well for crying yeah. out loud. Again, you know yeah. this, and again, this is I think, and I hope as we're heading into season two and beyond. I really hope that the last two episodes, the reason why we, I think the reason why the two of us are giving it a higher score, uh, you know, it's, it's sitting at the top of the pile there, is because there are there are, there are two big scenes in these two episodes where it is Jonathan Rumi playing Jesus with a really well, you know, uh, you know, a long scene of dialogue yeah. with, an, with an actor asking them about who Jesus is. And we really respond to that simplicity of letting a dialogue between great actors go it's biblically sound it's you know from from that description there and mm. uh, you know it 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 hits us where it needs to hit and and I I hope we see more of that I mean to to think that the two biggest hitting episodes the the main like apex of each of them was literally two people sitting down talking yeah, like that's, that's a massive uh massive testament to the you know the actors and the production team and the writers and all that stuff to to yeah you know pull that off in such a cool way so yeah totally and totally big listen ups. man that that's that, okay so I'm I'm, I'm going to put a special page up with this show notes and I'll make something special on the website website where you'll be able to see how at this stage. You know, nothing is ever set in stone on this show, but at this stage, this is our fully revised season one scores, where we sit and everything. Let us know what your score, how would you score it different? Let us know where you would put certain things. Have we got something wrong? Please let us know. But right now, I'm going to throw to you, Prof. Uh, We need a profit pick, a song. Ooh, is there a okay. song that you've got up your sleeve that you uh, you think you know what this might be you know a season one style song? No, I think look, I've got one, and it's it's a it's a beautiful song. I think you might have even played it on the telly before, and it's a bit of a shout out to to some of the bros over in um in Auckland, South Auckland. Uh, this track it's featuring a bunch of the guys from over that way. Um, one of which uh, we'll be seeing in person very soon for for Prog. Uh, so this is a track by the Plowman, and it's featuring uh, Junior, Uzo Bucks, and E Man, and it's called Hands Up. And I thought it's a beautiful track, and it's a very worshipful uh, hip hop track, man. It's awesome, awesome, good way awesome. to wrap up a season. I love it. I love it. All right, let's have a listen to it here. We're going to listen to the full. If you're listening on the telly.live, thank you for listening into the show. We can play the whole song here, but if not, make sure you check out the show notes on the podcast and go support some uh, New Zealand Christian talent. Here it is, Plowman with Hands Up here on the telly. Unashamed, unashamed, unafraid, unafraid. even in my storms with the word against me, it's R.I.P. to the old self. What you see is made new So I'ma put my hands up And praise you, Lord 
You are travelling with DJ Payne and the Prophet on the unofficial Chosen broadcast. So I'ma put my hands up, praise you Lord. Yes, I'ma put my hands up, praise you Oh, yes, hands up by Plowman all the way from New Zealand. That is Prophet's pick for the episode. Do yourself a favour and check out some more work by those uh, New Zealand Kiwi bros. Uh, excited to uh, ex- excited to meet them in person, or at least one of them, uh, mm. coming up in November here in Australia uh, for the uh, Uprock, uh, Uprock Conference. We'll talk more about that in the future, but uh, I'll just uh, let you know, if you can get to Australia uh, around the 11th of the 11th in 2022, get on down here because uh, we'd love to hang out with you. Uh, even mm. if you don't like, even if you don't like hip-hop who cares just come and hang yeah. out with us we're, we're a good That's hang hip, hip-hop loves you yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get some t-shirts made up with that yeah. uh, now uh, listen as as we as we wrap everything up here um you know prof uh, you are you are the master here and this is what everybody loves you're the master of you know the takeaways uh, from every episode, you you just give us the most uh, you know spiritual, insightful, emotional takeaways from each episode. If I asked you to give me an overall profit takeaway from season one as a whole, what, you know, is there something that you walk away from season one and go, man, if there's there's a message that I'm learning from this, this is the message that I'm I'm receiving. Is there something like that for you? Yes. Um, believe it or not. Now, this is going to be hard because I struggle to to encapsulate one episode, let alone an entire season. <laughs> but he- here's a bit of a takeaway, okay? It's a, it's a reflection that I've had and hopefully it's something that uh, any of the listeners might be able to take away, chew on it, and maybe even apply it in your own life, in your own context. Yeah. But if, you know, the whole show is called The Chosen and it's looking at people that were I mean, so far, this has been looking at people who were chosen to yeah. to follow and take that journey uh, as a disciple. And the interesting thing is not just in the show, but if you look in, you know, in the reality of the types of people that were chosen to to be those people to to follow in that, you know, Jesus earthly ministry, they're all very different from very mm. different walks of life, very different probably worldviews on a lot of things. Um you know, half of those people without, you know, Jesus in the picture probably couldn't be in the same room together. Yeah. But something happens when you accept that call to follow him and all of the baggage, all of the stuff that, you know, comes with you as that package, so much of that just gets left behind and dropped at the door to take on that call. And Mm. I guess for anyone listening that, you know, might feel not worthy to to play a significant role in, in following or, um, you know, feel like who you are or the things that, you know, your kind of context has had in the past. Like, none of that stuff matters, you know what I mean? When when you take on that call, you, you drop a lot of that stuff. And when he's in the picture, um, it's incredible what, you know, what, what can be done through you or with you or, you know, when you kind of accept that that calling and and not allow certain things to hold you back or the way that people might perceive you in the world, but to follow that call and and see what God's got in store if you're 
going to take that journey as a disciple, man. Um, mm. I don't know because I, I just I just feel like I've I've journeyed with a lot of people who have just always felt that they just weren't weren't worthy of of doing anything notable notable for God, you know. But yeah, man, God God uses everybody. I love it. Very I love it. interesting ways. Mm. Look at you! Look at you bringing the name of the show into into play here. <laughs> you know, I, I, there's like, you um, know, it's 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 such an eloquent point here to remind us. You know, they called it the chosen for a reason. You know, and yeah. and and some of us go into the show thinking, oh, the chosen is that going to be like Jesus Christ is going to be the chosen? No, no, no. Mm. It's not about G. It, it, the show is about Jesus, but it's it's about those who he chose yeah. to you know to travel to travel with him on the journey there, and I love the fact that it you know from from these humble beginnings that we're seeing a you know modern television adaptation you know that that is you know as, as faithful as they you know they can do in, in, in while telling the story this way I, I i i love the fact that it points to the fact that you know we are chosen as well you know there's mm. there's a there's an element there that is uh that's very encouraging for all of us and i think that's why this this television show is going to have such long legs you know and be with us for a while is mm. is because of exactly that man i love it i love it you you, you know the takeaway for me um I, I seem to be because i've watched it so many times it's hard for me to get one big you know big takeaway over the over the whole thing if the, if there is a lesson here that 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 it seems to be and especially with the one two punch at the end it seems to me that God is willing to upset the status quo. He's, he's willing to upset what we think always has to happen a certain way. Mm. And I'm not. I'm not saying, hey, God is going to subvert the laws or the um, the rules that He's already put up. I mean, too many people, I think, want to get into some sort of deeper religious teaching, and all of a sudden, it slips into heresy because it goes against what has already been taught. You know, mm. but that fine line that we're seeing. And this is why I'll, I, I'm I'm going to be the one person that's going to be barracking for the for the Pharisees through the whole thing, <laughs> because I understand the the tightness that you want to hold on to Scripture and to what you know is truth, and then God saying no, the Scripture points to me. There's that real balance mm. that we're beginning to see in the show, and I'm really enjoying that tension. I'm hoping to see that really drawn out in the upcoming seasons. Uh, you know of the show um, I'm loving Shmuel as a you know as a character here I hope we see more of Nicodemus I mean we know from the New Testament that that he'll be back I hope that um, Eric Avari the actor will be back as Nicodemus because mm. he does such a phenomenal job and I don't want to see anybody else uh, you know in, in, in that role I really hope uh, that going forward because it's going to be another few years as the, as the episodes continue as the seasons continue I really really hope and pray they don't have to swap out actors, you know, in this, because I'm beginning now to really get attached to some of these actors yeah. in these roles. So uh, I hope they can keep on uh, playing nicely uh, with each other there. Hey, listen, I want to I want to take one more break and do, then do a final wrap up. I know we've got a lot of breaks these days, but this is, you know, how, we, how we're structuring it here. I've got another break. I want to play you one more song uh, on the telly.live. And then when we come back, we'll do our final wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up final and say goodbye uh, here on the, here on the tuck bar on this 
this uh, special episode. Uh, an artist that I'm absolutely loving is, is a husband-wife duo. They live in Kansas City in the States, and they're an independent uh, couple. They have been working on their own in their house, in their house studio, for the last few years on putting all of the Psalms chronologically to music as a husband and wife team. Supported purely by the people who are, you know, who are fans and, 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 and uh, you know, supporting them, you know, in, in their artistic endeavours. They are doing a phenomenal job. I love them dearly. I love what they're doing. They're up to Psalm 139. I think Psalm 140 comes out this week. So they're almost finished, nice. the book of Psalms. I don't know what they're going to do next. And I, the other thing I love I love about them is the name of the group that, you know, as Jesse and Lee Roberts, Leah Roberts, are the husband and wife team as a group they call themselves poor bishop hooper which i think is a, <laughs> a phenomenal name it actually it actually points to a uh, a reformist in the 1500s uh john john hooper who was uh martyred um you know martyred at the stake uh burned at the stake uh you know by by uh the catholic church at the time because of his Re- reformation stance and it's a it's an amazing piece of history go re- read up on john hooper but the fact that they took this real life character and called themselves poor bishop hooper uh, i love i love the fact here and I love their version of Psalm 139, which we know in in uh, you know in it's in a section in the Book of Psalms where Jesus and the disciples would have been singing it as they came and went to Jerusalem, uh, oh, you know, for the special special times. So it, it, you know that's how I'm tying it into the chosen here. Let's have a listen to it now on the show Psalm 139 by Poor Bishop Hooper here on the unofficial chosen broadcast. Lord, you have searched me. Lord, you have known me. You know when I sit. You know when I rise. You discern my thoughts, even from afar. You see my going out and you see my lying down and you are acquainted with all my ways before a word The unofficial is chosen broadcast is brought to you by the telly.live tune in today search me oh god and know my heart try me and know my anxious thoughts See the grievous ways in me And lead in the path everlasting Lead me into everlasting life Psalm 139, Poor Bishop Hooper otherwise known as Jesse and Leah Roberts, as they go through the book of Psalms there. I'm absolutely in love with those guys. Do yourself a favor. Go check them out. Now, it's DJ and Prophet here on the Unofficial Chosen Broadcast. We're wrapping up, finally, this long-winded episode uh, episode number uh, 10 here of our podcast as we look at the, the entirety of season one. Now, my friend, my brother, Prophet, is there anything that we have left on the table for season one? Now, I'm talking either spiritual, emotional, uh, insightful, or maybe maybe more importantly, 
any spin-off product market- marketing, spin-off oh. television shows. Oh, uh, boy. Is there any... <laughs> Is there any other moments or marketing capabilities that we have left on the table that we need to pitch to Dallas Dude, and the team I, here of The Chosen? I have scripted and I just need to record. I've made some little adverts for season two <laughs> and I need to edit them and send them to you so that we can okay. incorporate them. But I'm, I'm telling you, add-ons for the scroll doll um, <laughs> ideas are flowing. Bro, the I mean, obviously I the backpack. The ba- Jesus' uh, backpack is number one. I mean, you like, know come the on. Backpacks definitely got got lots of you know. Yes, lots of potential there. Um, it, I got I got so many, bro. That that's yeah. Sephora. You could you could stretch that over like as many seasons as the nanny. Oh, um, exactly. Easy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I the, the 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 television show of that Sephora is is, is absolutely uh, you know fantastic. Uh, some other, I mean, we've already pitched another you know uh, you know uh, television show already at the beginning of the episode. Uh, you know, with a in, in the League of the Office or anything like that. I do. I I would love to see. Um, I would love to see a show or a spin-off show. I think you could you could even make it. You know, I think it might, I might just have the office in mind, but something around Quintus in his in his office because he's he's such the <laughs> character we love to hate. I would love to see Quintus. De- dealing with idiots all day long, like yeah, just yeah. frustrated. I love it when he's upset and sarcastic and angry at people. I just want to see a little spin-off show of Quintus there dealing with, you know, idiots from all different backgrounds, having, you know, continually frustrated, like, uh, you know, st- getting ready to stage. Like we we had the illusion in, in the episode that, you know, a childhood rival was coming. You know, we, mm. we saw that thing and Matthew gave him some advice and, you know, he took that but then all of a sudden there was a you know traffic jam basically and everything went pear-shaped i want more of that i want more i want i want an episode where quintus is setting up all these like you know uh you know really old school comedy style you know setting up a a unveiling of of uh, you know something special to impress people and it all goes terribly wrong (laughs) at the end And it's a group of losers that he's got working for him. It's always like, oh, and he's always, you know, uh, you know, uh, a little oh, bit, a little bit wow. of that. I'd love to see, a, I'd love to see a spinoff with him because I just absolutely love. Uh, I know he's, I know he's not a popular character with 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 with, with, with some people, but I love what Brandon Potter is doing with uh, with Quintus as the Roman centurion. There, mm. there's a there's a final pitch for me as another television yeah, spinoff show. Pitch. I yeah. could I could stretch that even further and just go ridiculous with it, make it like a Hogan's Heroes oh. uh, under Roman rule. You could, <laughs> uh, you, there's so many angles you could take, bro. Um, holy moly! I, I love it. And then we can bring Gaius in as well. We bring Gaius in in the in the you know he's he's like the the nice guy, the good cop to Quintus's mm. bad cop, and uh, you know the Jewish prisoners of war that we have in there who are actually all the good guys. They're dealing with each other. You they keep it, escaping and getting yeah. out and yeah. But I oh anyway, I've always I've always got got pictures and things. Some are weird. Some are completely unacceptable, but you know what? I'm just going to keep them coming. One of them will land. That's yes. my... Yeah. One yep, day, Dallas will hear all of these pitches and he'll go, you know what? I think there's legs in this one. I like mean, the Cheers for- the cheers version of the... the yes. Um, 
Mate, the hammer? Come on. The hammer, the the old hammer there. We want a Cheers version there. Everybody knows your name. Listen, if – look, we never thought we'd live in a world where we all enjoyed the television show Breaking Bad, you know, the story Mm. about Walter White and and Jesse there – and the comedy relief on that show was, you know, Better Call was mm. the Saul, you know, with his pitch, Better Call yeah. Saul, the, the comedy lawyer. We never thought there could be an entire season that was not only as good of maybe even better than Breaking Bad with Better Call Saul. Whoa, okay. And that, you know, that's just finished. So when we say, hey, there's legs for these spinoff shows, uh, you know. There is. There's potential. There, there's potential. We, you know, it, you might think, you know, there's no legs here, but trust me, we've we've got some legs here and we're. You know, we're all falling in love with these characters and the actors. And it's another way to get, uh, you know, get us educated in the world of, you know, 26, 27 AD, uh, you know, in Jerusalem, Israel there. See what was happening politically, historically. There's all ways to sort of stretch that understanding. Right. Like the the (laughs) (laughs) episode six uh, at the start when the the leper's trying to sell all of his stuff, I I believe, um, and it's like yes. a pawn shop, right? Okay, yeah. so my spinoff is it's it's like the the pawn shop one. There's there's a couple of shows just based oh, around yeah, that. Like, Not yes, like yes, yes, Antiques yes. Antiques Roadshow, but like the actual pawn shop. Oh, um, I love that'd it. That'd be a great a great spinoff. Um, you could do that. You could just the different characters coming in, the items they talk about, them just raging up and and having a security person have to take him out. See, there's there's potential in so many. Of them. I'm Rick Harrison, and this is my pawn shop. I work here with my old man and my son, Big Hoss. Everything in here has a story and a price. One thing I've learned after 21 years, you never know what is going to come through that door. Well, there's heaps of potential in that. That's a genius idea, Prof, because the the objects that they bring in you could mm. sort of have a pop-up history lesson, story to or, it. or one oh. of the yeah, one of the characters are like, now this is the knife that the Maccabeans used in the revolt, you know, oh, da 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 da, you know, and then all of a sudden we've got a history lesson on the Maccabean revolt, or this is the scepter that King Herod used when he, you know, all the, you know, I you have all of that in the pawn shop, potential. and then the guy's like, hey, no, no, that's that's not being authenticated. Uh, best I can do is. 50, you know, 50, <laughs> 50 pieces, bro. That's it. That's yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, like in that Porn Stars, uh, you know, the old the real, reality TV show from 2009 there, uh, Porn Stars show where – be and the other side is that you not only can you have people coming in trying to sell stuff, like that old reality TV, show, you know, trope there, you could even have people coming in wanting to buy something and then yeah. the shop owner going, hey, I've got this and there's a, yeah. there's a whole oh. political bent and a historical yeah, it's on, bent. It's on. Dude, Mate. dude, prof, mate. We need to start up our own, uh, you know, consulting, t- t- you know, team, firm, right. uh, profit, profit and pain consulting, you know, <laughs> limited, uh, profit, profit and pain limited. We uh, we do consulting for you. We are the experts out here. We know what the people want to see, and uh, hopefully Dallas and the chosen team will come and avail themselves of our, of our vast wisdom. Vast yeah, wisdom. It's on. It's on. <laughs> 
Uh, man, it's, it's, I, I have such a good time doing this with you. And hopefully uh, you listening at home or wherever you're listening to, you're enjoying this as well. We would love for you to stay in contact with us. We'd love you to be in touch with us. Uh, we have our very own Telegram chat group where we're both available. We would love to see you over on Telegram. If you want to be connected into that, head over to the telly.live or go to our social media, the telly live on all on all the social media. We've got links going back to the podcast. We'll have links for our social media. Just shoot us along. We would love to hear from you, especially if you're loving the podcast. We'd love to connect with you. So get in touch mm. with us. Let us know if you've got a television spin-off idea, uh, a product that we need to be doing, or if we've got the scores totally wrong and we've got it all upside down, we would love to hear from you. And uh, next week, buddy, we are heading into season two. Oof. Can you believe it? It's on. It's on. I'm keen. <laughs> let's get back to Samaria. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what's happening with the Samaritans. All right, buddy. Uh, okay. Thank you so much for your time. And 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 make sure you give a couple of extra kisses to that special little sick girl. She's been so well behaved uh, yeah, while we've been she's, recording. She's only given one shout out this episode. That's yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, whatever whatever you've bribed her with, you know, make sure you uh, you know you follow follow through with that with the dad bribes there. And you know what I bribed been... her with? <laughs> Chakwaytao, the best best lunch in history. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Uh, well, listen, man, you you do the honors. Take us out of this one. Uh, you know, wrap it up for us. Uh, sign oh. off for us here, Prof. Well, since it's the f- absolute end of a season, let's do a big big sign off. Okay, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for season one of Tukpa. Join us again as we venture into Samaria to see what's happening with The Chosen. Will DJP's beard be greyer? Will it be longer? How bald will the prophet be? Will the Samaritans accept these weird people into their place? Find out on the next episode of Tukpa. I like it better every time. Thank you for downloading and listening to the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. New episodes of this show are broadcast first on Fridays over on the tally.live. The podcast version then comes out the following Monday. You can subscribe for free in all good podcasting apps. The growing conversation about The Chosen is brought to you by the tally.live. The tally is a new kind of online streaming Christian radio station. Listen and join the Tally family over at www.thetally.live. Until next time, remember, you are chosen. This was another DJP.FM production.